cliffcentral.com. It is time for us to get to something much more exciting, and that is Collectomania. So Collectomania brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. And we received such great feedback to last week's episode on Pokemon that we decided to do a little follow-up this week. So we're going to speak to Kyle, who is better known as Kahuna Koala on YouTube. And Kyle got in touch with us after seeing Matthew on the episode says, I'm a small up-and-coming YouTuber here in South Africa where all of my content is based on Pokemon cards. I open packs, I do product reviews, I do gameplay and a whole lot more. And we're going to speak to Kyle this morning. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing, man? All right, yourself. Good. Thanks nice. for having me. Yeah, sure. Nice to see you, dude. And um, you obviously saw the episode with, uh, with Matthew that we had last week. It's the first time mm-hmm. I had learned most of that stuff about Pokemon cards, and it seems fascinating. I mean, it sounds like something that you, you really can get into. And we speak to people. Yeah, it's, yeah. We speak to people every week on Collectomania who are kind of obsessed with these things. Tell us your story. Um, yeah, I've been playing Pokemon since about 1999. Uh, started in school. Everybody had them. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really coming from the wealthiest family, so I was doing things like washing people's cars and stuff to get money to go buy packs on the weekends. Right. And um, I started when I started got my first job. I took a hiatus from Pokemon around my teenage years, just simply due to money. But when I got my first job, I went straight back into it, and I've pretty much been playing competitively ever since. 2012 2013 um right up until now that's awesome it's awesome so you just just tell us quickly you've been involved with it for like almost two decades now and you love this this what is the gameplay element of the of the pokemon cards is it almost like those those trump cards that you used to get where you would compare the different kind of you know if it was cars for example you know the maximum amount of speed that the uh, i mean power that the engine had um the, the cost of the car the uh, the amount of um, uh, I'm not even sure what else was on those cards like the fuel consumption or whatever else it was and then you'd you'd argue and if you had a better one you'd take the other person's card is that how it works? Um, I, firstly, I just love how the previous generation of people always <laughs> go to those like cars. Sorry, like, that's the airplane all I know. And the cars. That's <laughs> all I know. No, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I just, I, I love it how people jump to that. No, Pokemon's a, a lot more um, strategical. Um, I mean, you can compare it to something like chess. Hmm. Uh, you got to always be like three moves ahead, but each person has their own deck of cards, which you potentially spend a heck of a lot of money on. Right. And um, you go against each other at a table um, and there's a lot of st- strategy involved. It's a very strategical game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the game evolves. New sets come out every three months. So the game is continually evolving. So you've got to do your research. There's a lot of practice involved. I mean, if I think about it, I do some like coaching on the side for people who are getting into the game. And um, I just had a coaching session the other day and I explained to the girl, like, generally speaking, I play before a tournament, I'll play about a thousand games of the deck. Wow. To try and get an idea of how good it is, so it's a it's a it's a big time investment if you're taking it seriously. But it's not it's it's also a lot of fun. I mean, my daughter plays the game as well. Mm. Um, it's a it's a it's the first thing that brought me back into the game, like properly, is that it's a, a very much a family game. It it incorporates children, girls, boys, mm. husbands, wives. I mean, it's very nice to rock up at an event and there's a mother, father, and two kids all playing together. That's awesome. Um, so there is a very fun aspect to the game as well. It doesn't have to be as competitive as some of us take it, but um, yeah, it definitely can be very, very competitive. All right, so you are currently ranked. I mean, this uh, I do like it when people are winning, and you are currently ranked third in South Africa in your age division. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. 
So how does that work? Yeah. Uh, is 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 it all online and you can you can see where you fit into the the scheme of things and how many games you've won and kind of who you've beaten and that you go up like in tennis rankings, for example. Um, so there's there's events that happen throughout the year, every quarter. I mean, in Cape Town, we're fortunate enough to have a few stores that host these events. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want to just put a point in that and say that the events have been suspended since Corona started. Right. Um, but um, it will be hopefully coming back this year. But either way, you'd go to these stores, compete in events, and depending on your ranking in that event, you would get something known as championship points. Okay. And then your cumulative championship points give you a ranking um, within South Africa. And and there's big cash money in terms of prize money that's available for for the winners. This is what I love too. Is that you know if you go on things like Twitch and you watch people who play uh, games online, I mean some of these the, the prizes they can win are, are, are better than working a nine to five for like three or four months in a row. You won't earn as much as you do in the prize money for those things. Is it that kind of money? Oh, what are we talking about here? Um, I think in the in the World Championship specifically, right? Um, you'd have to obviously travel to do it. Um, sure. I think the prize pool for the trading card game is $200,000. Um, I had the stat with me. I think the first place gets, I think it's around $25,000. I think wow. I put it in the email to you guys. That's a lot so of money. The first place in my division gets 25000 US. Hmm. That would be a nice payday. I would, yeah. <laughs> and you, you spoke about um, age groups as well. Well, Kyle, and I was wondering how how old is the oldest person who plays? <laughs> um, you know? wow. Well, I mean, there's some old, like even in the local communities. I mean, I think the oldest guy that I know who plays in tournaments is probably in his fifties. Sure, that's uh, very old. He definitely looks like he's in his fifties. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> but I mean, you know, old old people might be good at this if you think about how good they are at solitaire mm. and at playing like. <laughs> poker or w- whist or something like that then why the hell wouldn't they learn the strategy of this game Bridge. and be able to do it yeah i mean like i can I, I can definitely say that playing other strategical games like chess um helps you improve your pokemon game i mean hmm. i play a, quite a couple of different trading card games and sometimes things that i've learned from other games translate into pokemon and has made me a bit of a pokemon player so it's definitely it translates across anything where you need to think a couple of steps ahead and i mean for kids there's the educational aspect i mean some of these cards have got some really big words so there's reading mm. there's maths there's analytical thinking there's social skills because you're sitting at tables with other people i mean yeah. It's really beneficial for for kids to get into. I mean, I've seen a number of autistic kids um, come and play Pokemon, and they, after a couple months, they really start coming out of their shell. You can see that they start adapting and adjusting, and it's just it's it's rewarding in that sense as well to see those kids like develop. Well, yeah. they've also done huge uh, amounts of research with children in particular to figure out, you know, uh, w- when you start explaining game theory to them at an early age, and they understand what the the conditions for victory are for example in a game and they learn and internalize those they figure out things in life a whole lot better too because they apply game theory to everyday life so you know if you're in you know commercial enterprise or whatever and you have to sell x number of goods in order to make your target those kids who are more goal oriented and who've learned game theory earlier on end up being more successful adults it it almost goes without saying and I think that's probably something quite useful that we di- we dismiss um, too often. We're like, oh, they're playing games. But actually, games yeah. are hugely important. Games are also how people figure out other people because 
You and get the to, fact that rules exist. Well, you get to see what kind of people like to cheat. And you get to see what kind of people follow the rules. And you get to see what kind of people will do anything to win. And it kind of pre- it, it provides you with a useful amount of intel for, for going into adulthood and working in the real world. Definitely does. Yeah. I think that's about right. Okay, so what's in your collection here? So what have you got? In the, there's a poster behind you, and you've got something framed as well. Um, how, yeah. how big is your actual Pokemon card collection? I, I can't actually tell you. It's bigger than I can count. Oh, wow. I, I, I try and catalog constantly. Um, I mean, <laughs> I've been playing for such a long time. And during COVID, um, I went through a thing where obviously people were a little bit strapped for cash. So I was buying people's collections out um, to try and help them out. And I've just been accumulating more and more. For me, it's a little bit of an investment. Some of the investments are short-term investments, like Mm -hmm. stuff that I can buy and resell immediately. Some stuff is stuff that I go put in. Like we, I have a box in my mother's storage unit where I've got a couple of of my my special special ones wow and uh, those those are probably worth some money i mean if we just look at what matthew told us last week about his his collection there's some of those that are that are quite expensive now if you tried to sell them online you could make a pretty penny yeah i think my most expensive card i own at the moment is just shy of 700 dollars. wow um so i think that's edging on like 10k by now i don't know what the dollar rate is at the moment so would you um but yeah the Mm, would yeah, you sorry? would you use that card that seven hundred dollar one? Would you use that in the game? No, that's that's vintage now. So oh, no, sure. I mean, if you talk, if you're speaking about gameplay, I mean, so I've, I always have a couple of decks. I think my most expensive deck to build at the moment is probably about six thousand, maybe seven thousand rand, wow. depending. So that's like the most expensive. Of course, you can get competitive for a lot less. You could spend like two grand on a deck or one and a half grand on a deck, and hmm. you could you could do okay still. So it all depends on you as a player. Um, but Joe, you asked me about the frame behind me. I think I did hmm. send you a nice picture about it. So this was a dream of mine, like from a kid. So my favorite Pokemon is Blastoise. You can see it's all it's a big canvas behind me over mm-hmm. there, and filled in the picture so um i put that together it's basically a whole lot of vintage versions of that card and his pre-evolutions water tall and squirtle okay um very proud of it i know that you asked matthew last week a question about what would he grab if his house was on fire i would be grabbing that frame without (laughs) a doubt um i think i priced it when i put it together and the frame's total value inside the frame is probably about twelve thousand rand um But those are cards that I will never, ever trade. I will never sell. It's, that's just sure. sentimental value is way, way too high. I mean, I've got multiple copies of those cards. Yeah. But um, that particular frame I would probably keep forever. That's amazing. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, checking whether Dorian Simpiwa gave me the pictures. They haven't. So I, I, I can't see any of the other stuff. But you've oh, yeah, obviously yeah. – how do you catalog this stuff? You say you try to catalog it. Um, oh yeah, so I do I do catalog it. So with Pokemon specifically, there's no um, like registered platform. I mean, you can there's there's apps on phones and computers like Pokelector where you can catalog your collection if you are that kind of a collector. If you're collecting from now card one to card fifty, then you can like market as you go along. Um, but for me, I keep all of my cards in sets in a spreadsheet um, so that if Ever it came down to it where it was cash out time, I would know exactly what my cards were worth and what I would be getting 
uh, out of my collection. Okay, so you, you, you do keep track even though you, you have so many that you can't necessarily file them all and have them all on display yeah. or any of that stuff. Hmm. But I mean, there's cards that I haven't gotten around to keeping track of. I mean, that's it's considered bulk. So in any of the collecting games, bulk is considered anything that's worth less than a dollar. So mm-hmm. if you were ever to sell, you would just like throw that in as like extra gravy. <laughs> like a sweetener. You know, like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, we we had Matthew. Uh, he he actually opened up a pack. Um, I, I I I saw that and I'm I'm well prepared. Okay, okay so, well let's do this because you do this on your YouTube channel as well. You can go and find yeah. uh, you can go and find Kyle's YouTube channel. Um, it is is it under your pseudonym here? So it's under Kahuna Koala. Oh, yes. There we Kahuna go. Koala, yeah, so you great. can look him up on YouTube and you can see him doing a whole lot of other stuff. So what do we got there? Do it. Let's do this live. So this is a uh, first. I just want to show. Uh, I did keep the cards aside in case you didn't get the pictures. So these are what graded cards look like. I didn't see Matthew bring any of them. So these are graded Blastoises, like mm-hmm. my ring lights messing up. So these are all graded cards. These are these are in the frame behind me as well. Okay. But that's basically what a graded card looks like. So you send it off to the states. They grade it according to its condition, and then of course that affects the price value. There's the picture. Yeah, nice. got it. So yeah, so those it's like those are some of my favorite graded cards. And um, before I open the pack, I just wanted to also make mention that some people collect sets from, like I said, one to the last card, right? Mm-hmm. Other people like myself. So I'm just like a specialty collector. So I only collect my favorite Pokemon. So right. there's three Pokemon that I collect and I will get, I will overtrade. I will uptrade to get those cards just to have them. Right. And that's just because they're special to me in that way. Yeah. Um, cool. This booster pack. It's a little bit expensive at the moment, actually. So this is what it is. It's a, evolutions booster pack oh wow uh the set did very well for the nostalgic value because they basically reprinted cards that look like they were from the base set mm-hmm. um i had a look yesterday these boosters go for about 300 rand a pack at the moment where a normal pack goes for about 80 bucks so yeah i'll open this pack <laughs> and the most expensive card in the set is just over a thousand rand um it's a charizard and if i put a charizard in the pack then i'll sell it and donate the money to a charity of your choice so All right. well, yeah, I, can cool. I don't even know what that is, but I'll, I'll take, I'll yeah. take it. Thank you. I, I, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll take it for face value. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, Ka- gonna... Carl even says here, can next week's collector mania, please be in English. What the hell is this guy even talking about? <laughs> if you're not, if you're not, into, if you're not into Pokemon, yeah, you'll be feeling a little bit like me some of the way through this conversation. All right. So let's do this. Cool. Let's see. Hopefully I know like my camera does a little bit of focusing issues, yeah. but that's not worth anything. It's a potion. Okay. It's a maintenance. Hopefully. Okay. Polywall. That's also not Onyx. worth anything. No, that's a fairy energy. Okay. Voltorb. Tangler. I think we're going to get to a potential expensive section now after this one. Polywag. Okay. It is. Okay. Foil fire energy. That's not too expensive. And the last card is. Oh my word! It's a foil Charizard. So now you have to. <laughs> so now you have to donate money. What is the chance of that? Right. So this, I'll tell you exactly what this card is worth at the moment. It's going to need a phone. So that's I quite. Can't a, believe this was, so we've we've hit the jackpot what? here. This is good, right? This. Oh, no, Carl, you're in a bit of a pickle now because no, no, what no. if it, what if this card's worth four and a half grand? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> what? Look, I just want to tell you, like, I mean, any. This you'll see over here. There's an open stand here on my shelf. This mm-hmm. booster's been sitting on my shelf for months, just a part of my display. Yeah. 
And that's what was in it. Like this couldn't have been like a better storyline. That's honest. fantastic. All right. So, um, so what do you think it's Charizard worth? Charizard currently at the moment is sitting on, yeah, uh, it's about 1,100 Rand. Beautiful. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Look at it. I can't that's believe magic. I put this on your channel, man. Yeah, that's well, that's, so sick. that's awesome. This, I, I think I and can then, get into this where you donate money to worthy causes every time we have you on. I like this. As always, you put it in a <laughs> And nice now every time you look behind you, uh, the pain of, oh, my God, I, I promised to give it to a charity before no. I actually opened the pack. No, 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 no. This is awesome. That's all fair game. Look, I'm, I'm very much paying it forward. I've been very fortunate in my channel, had a lot of help from people and sponsors and all that nonsense. So this, this it's only paying so it forward. Leaving, well, quite, I'm still a bit in shock here, actually. I can't believe it. So leaving Pokemon aside for a moment, you also collect Magic the Gathering. Now, yeah. now what is mm -hmm. that? Because again, this is, this is territory I'm completely and hopelessly unfamiliar with. Okay, Magic the Gathering is a bit older than Pokemon. So Pokemon came out in 1996, Magic the Gathering 1993. So it's a bit of an older game, um, mm -hmm. a bit of a more mature game, not so much. Pokemon is the only card game that um, accommodates for age groups, right? So okay. kids, teenagers, adults. Magic is just open form. Um, yeah, so 1993 it came out. There is some serious, serious investment value in Magic. Um, not just from a playing perspective, but from a collecting perspective. Um, in South Africa, Magic is more of a playing game. But um, I can tell you that I buy and sell collections like I do with Pokemon. Right. I've been making, as of the last two years, I've been making a lot more money with Magic. In fact, like almost a second salary every month. Like that's wow. the amount of money we're speaking about. It's it's a bit hectic. Wow. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I looked up some stuff here. So the most expensive raw Magic card at the moment is uh, Alpha Black Lotus. So Alpha is the first set ever printed in 1993. Mm -hmm. The token card from that set is worth $35,000. <laughs> If that card is graded, there was a auction last year. A graded autographed version of that card went for five hundred and eleven thousand dollars. My God! So, but even even just the thirty-two thousand or something that you said thirty-five you know, thousand. Yeah. Thirty-five thousand. That's still over half a million rand for that card. Yeah, now it's crazy. Don't tell me. I mean, like you, you, we can we can sit here and ridicule. You know, for all we like, people who collect stuff. Um, but let me tell you, if you if you can invest in something for a couple of rand and it ends up being worth $35,000, you have mm -hmm. done some pretty impressive mathematics and magic there yourself. You've turned a small amount of money into a very large amount of money with a, a, some some thing, a, a, some object that's in a collection. I think this is why collectors love what they do so much, not just because they love you know, gathering a whole set of something or having one of each of something that they love. I mean, you just, you described that very well with the Pokemon cards just now, but the fact is also, you know, that it's worthwhile because other people are willing to pay for it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I mean, look, the chance of you ever finding a card like that is like, I, can't, I mean, it's a, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what analogy to use for that. It's like insane. So you said $500,000 I mean, if you get that graded one, right? Yeah, so autographed, graded I mean, PSA ten, so that's gem yes. and five hundred eleven. If grand, you yeah. sold that, you would be you 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 could cash out something like seven and a half million rand on one card. Jeez, okay, that's don't, unreal. Don't talk to me about bit, Bitcoin and you know Ethereum, <laughs> especially not this week, because this is that, that is seriously impressive for a card. 
seven and a half million rand. Jeez, unreal. No, I mean, like this so, is a it's it's this the like the buying and selling of these cards have only done wonders. I mean, another topic that you brought up with Matthew is like I think somebody said that you can't have a girlfriend. <laughs> like if you if you're in this game, right? Somebody said that. Yeah, um, it was me. So, yes, it was you. And my no. my girlfriend now doesn't say a word. She supports everything <laughs> that I do because of like what it's brought. Like I mean, we we had a baby last year. Like before the baby arrived, sold a couple cards, bought a new dishwasher, bought a new tumble dryer, bought a new washing machine. Oh, like some like like quick like turnaround. I That's mean, awesome. it's 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 nice for for like other people like my family that doesn't know really what it brings to the table mm. when they see it physically like yeah. they just see cardboard in a shoebox and then the next minute they see i've got like a new car like it's you know what <laughs> kyle uh, con- congrats on the on the birth of your kid um and and thank you i mean it's it's going to be something this is kind of a legacy you could pass on some of this stuff to to your your child i mean that's amazing that's- why my older daughter plays with me i want like i'm imparting the knowledge on her if she doesn't take if it doesn't take off with her so be it but at least one day inevitably when i die it will go to somebody who knows a little bit about it and not just somebody Mm. who's oblivious and will get ripped off the moment i'm gone so Mm. it's just nice for somebody to know a little bit about it that's amazing use them as um as bedding in their in their hamster cage <laughs> yeah something like that yeah i've seen some wild stuff like some of the collections i've bought like i've been heartbroken i wish i had those here like expensive cards like these where people have like put tape around it to protect it and at that point the cards with nothing right oh, yeah. laminating <laughs> cards cards that have been torn but then when i get the collection they've like perfectly taped it back together again so that they can like it's like it's wild like it's heartbreaking like you see very expensive cards that are now essentially worth nothing so kyle um anywhere that's competitive the human element becomes interesting is as you get to your sort of level is there like a bit of needle at the top you know what i mean like manchester united liverpool everyone knows that you know kyle and michelle don't get along and there's like a tribe behind the other person. Let's get into that because that's what everybody wants okay, to know about. Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they, it does. It does get clicky at the top. You are right. I'm sure. Uh, we've got our our training teams. I mean, like uh, Akil, Curtis, Matthew. If you guys are watching, you know, you know who the best are. But um, yeah, it's a uh, we 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 obviously training teams to try and get ahead. I mean, you can't. There's no. That, that's what I realized is my, my game went from like year to year. The moment I started realizing you got to practice with other people, you can't just practice by yourself. There are some people who have been very successful by themselves, but I mean, obviously training. And then of course there is a little bit of hate between stores, even between provinces. Mm-hmm. So every, every quarter for, with my, with the national distributor, I host an online tournament, which is absolutely free. And there's a whole bunch of prizes that are won. And it's, it always turns out to be like a province feud. You know, like, oh, like really? what gets like dropped every tournament, like uh, a Cape Town player hasn't won yet. So what does that say about Cape Town players? <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's oh, only man. because I'm not playing and that I'm hosting the event that Cape Town hasn't won, right? So, I mean, it's it's all fair game. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does it does get very cool. I mean, the competitive edge is amazing. And it's it, some sometimes things escalate in tournaments as well. Like, I, I'm, I am surprised constantly at... The level of drama with a kid's card game is unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Like, I just, like, sometimes I have to step back and just say, like, you guys do know that this is a 
kids card game, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we fighting like this? It's amazing. Just calm down. You know? So, um, Pichling, Pichling says, uh, this has got to be the first collector who has me wanting to jump on the collector train. So you've, yes. you've got through to Pichling there. But you know what? This is cool. I love it. I love the fact that, you know, there are still going to be people who think you're insane. To be spending money and time on this, and they're going to be people. They're going to be people now. Yeah, of course, all collectors <laughs> are. But they're going to be people who suddenly go, "Oh my god, I got to get in on this action. This is fun. I love it. It's the best right. thing to do, man. It's, uh, yeah, Kyle, uh, we're going to we're going to subscribe to your YouTube channel. That's Kahuna Koala. And uh, thanks very much for sharing your collection with us, dude. Very good to have you awesome on. Awesome stuff. I'll be in touch with you guys about the donation. Uh, do you have a charity in choice? Uh, I've got one called Headway that I've supported. We actually brought them up on the show this morning earlier, so I'd love you to do it for them. But um, we can we can discuss on email. Cool. Yeah, pop me a mail. Lack Thank you guys. so much, dude. Appreciate thanks it. For the opportunity. And thanks for Keep that. Well. Thanks for that donation too. Very nice. Of you. You're welcome. Thank you. There he is. Uh, that's Kyle and uh, his collection of Pokemon uh, cards, which is, uh, I mean, part two. Who knew? We would do a part Jeez. two on this. That's how fascinating these uh, collections yeah, are. Yeah, of all the collections we've had, who knew it would be the, this that was part two? Amazing, right? I mean, just so cool. Yeah. Uh, lots of people complimenting Kyle, uh, Robert saying great interview. Yeah, listen, interesting people. I, I love collectors because I'm one myself, so I see it in other people. I'm like, okay, there's a little bit of that insanity uh, that's going on. But we will have more of these on Collectomania as we advance into the year 2022. If you have a collection or if you have something that you, uh, you're thinking about collecting, something unusual, maybe you just found you know, in a box of old stuff, a collection of stuff, you want to tell us about it, particularly if it's weird and it's something we haven't covered before because I'd love to hear about some of those. Maybe you inherited something and you're not even sure what it's mm -hmm. worth. You know, maybe we can help you by putting you in touch with the people who can evaluate these things and tell you what it's actually worth because you, you could turn it into – you know, uh, shavings at the bottom of the hamster cage, and you might be <laughs> you might be throwing away lots and lots of money, as Leanne said earlier. And if you want to get hold of us, just contact at cliffcentral.com. That's contact at cliffcentral.com, and we can feature you on the show. Collectomania is brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. You can check them out online at scoinshop.com. Cliffcentral.com.